Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. The end of our three-day weekend, Memorial Day is upon us, so we may have seen a, a good deal of the celebrations of the president lying a wreath at Arlington today. And uh, one of the guys was like, why are we doing Memorial Day now? Why is it always now? That's a great question. If you're unfamiliar with the, the history of Memorial Day, it started uh, shortly after the Civil War. And basically, it's because that's when the flowers are out. They wanted to lie flowers at the at the tombs of soldiers, or at the graves of soldiers, I should say. Tombs for some, uh, graves for others. Uh, and so as they were uh, laying these uh, flowers out, it made sense that it would be, you know, during the, the season that we have uh, flowers. Uh, flowers spread in the graves of the Union and Confederate soldiers alike at Arlington National Cemetery, originally Decoration Day. And so that's been going on for over 150 years. And here we are uh, celebrating once again. There is always controversy, though, and understandably so. Um, it is a, a bizarre holiday. And by the way, the controversy is not new. Controversy has been going on for over 100 years uh, because um, some are calling it, in fact, in 19, excuse me, 1869, the New York Times wrote that the holiday could become sacrilegious and no longer sacred if it focused on pump, dinners, and oratory. Well... The last thing we want is more oratory. It's true, though. Uh, Frederick Douglass was an an, uh, abolitionist, and he said Americans were forgetting the Civil War's impetus, which was enslavement. And he gave a Decoration Day speech in 1871 at Arlington National Cemetery. So we hadn't even gotten out of the Civil War for more than half a decade as we put together this this remembrance, and immediately people are throwing parties. 
They're going, oh, it's a three-day weekend. Woo! So the, the meaning of the holiday, completely blown, completely gone. And for the last 150 years, you you seem to have really three sorts of people, right? You've got this super, super, um, well, I don't, I don't know, onerous people who are saying, look, this is a day to set aside to remember the loved ones. And for many people, it's uh, uh, family uh, members. And they go, you know, let's uh, let's remember the the sacrifices of of grandpa or or mom or sister or brother or, or or son or daughter, whatever it is. Then you've got the other side that just goes, "We're going jet skiing, woo!" Not, not a care in the world. And then you've got kind of the other side, which is sort of a let's take a pause, let's remember, let's not forget the sacrifices that are made, let's celebrate the lives of those who who gave all, and then let's get on with our three day weekend, right? I guess I kind of fall into that last category, and that's going to upset some people. I know. You should be more solemn, and I am. Look, I have family members that served. I fortunately didn't lose anybody in, in my family history to uh, to combat, um, but I am eternally grateful for all those that gave all. And there's also this other side, too, where people go, well, I'm going to be angry about Memorial Day because I believe that it celebrates the military-industrial complex. <laughs> oh, pshaw to you, I say. Pshaw. There's no reason for that nonsense. Don't, don't diminish the contributions made by those who gave all uh, because you don't care for the politics uh, today. You can disagree with a war while still... Uh, embracing those who are fighting for the flag. There's no reason you can't do that. So I do think it's interesting as we take a look back at history how so many said, well, this is this is going to become this is going to become a problem. They were kind of right. Uh, uh, we have been scrutinizing uh, presidents for years on Memorial Day and how they spend the day. 1880s, Grover Cleveland was said to have gone fishing. People were appalled. 1911, the Indy 500 held their inaugural race on May 30th. 85,000 people showed up to watch cars go around in circles. And, of course, now we have mattress sales, car sales. It's become a big shopping holiday. And, as you just heard from the traffic report, a big traffic uh, day. I bought a mattress yesterday. You bought a mat? Did you get a good deal on it, at least? Like 100 bucks off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But see, you did it, you did it right. You did it on Sunday, not on Monday. So I give you a pass. Well, you took I'm advantage today. of the sale prices. Yeah, <laughs> you took advantage of the sale prices, but yes. you're still you're still uh, still being true to the nature of the day itself. That's fine. That's fine. And I don't want to begrudge anybody that's spending time with their family, and and maybe that's how they're uh, celebrating the freedoms that have been in, enshrined and uh, and the sacrifices that have been made. You know. That's fine. I just thought it was interesting to take a look and understand some of the history. And, you know, why we even have it now is because that's when we have the flowers. That's it. I was reading an interesting, um, it was a guest essay that was written uh, by Kayla Williams, who is a, a former secretary of the Department of Veteran Affairs. Um, she was a, a linguist in the Army and deployed in Iraq in 2003. And uh, had an, uh, an essay in the New York Times, uh, who should we honor on Memorial Day? We always think of fallen uh, fallen heroes, right, on Memorial Day. But, you know, Kayla made a really good point uh, to say that people who should be honored aren't necessarily those who fell on the battlefield. 
we've actually expanded some of the definitions of of uh, those that have uh, are considered uh, combat deaths to include those that have died since returning. Uh, if one takes their own life within 120 days, still considered a uh, a combat uh, injury or a combat death. But Williams goes on to say, look. There are people that carry the scars of war with them for years, and it may take a while, but we know that suicide among the veteran community is extraordinarily high. And the thought is, we need to honor those as well. Let's also consider the people that paid the ultimate price in supporting roles. Um, And I thought that was an an interesting take, too, is uh, she talked about uh, people who were uh, some of the first U.S. deaths in the in World War One, two Army nurses killed by shrapnel when a Navy gun, naval gun, excuse me, exploded during target practice while they were traveling by sh- Navy ship to Europe. They were Red Cross nurses who were inducted into the Army, serving without rank or commission. Since women's statuses as soldiers was not yet settled, they probably are not among those who spring to mind when we imagine American military deaths in that war. Yet they made the ultimate sacrifice and service to the nation while on their way to save lives. That's a great point. I think we have to remember everyone that makes contributions uh, along the way when we talk about fighting in wars and uh, maintaining our freedom and our status in the world as well whether that's translators, whether that's intelligence officers, or uh, simply support at, uh, at the bases. All of these people uh, who have died made contributions, whether or not they were ranking off, uh, rank uh, members of the military or not. Uh, they made those uh, contributions, and I think that's an important thing to remember, too. So I, I was just glad to read that. I was glad to reflect a little bit to, to start the show on, on what the day is, what it means, and who really should be honored. And that is an awful lot of people who don't even necessarily come to mind. It's just a, just a good time. All right, while you may be doing your mattress shopping, maybe you are doing some traveling. Over 3 million people from Southern California traveling over this three-day weekend. You probably noticed you're using your credit card more than ever. Here's why. That's next. Chris Merrill, in for John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on your iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Three million people in Southern California traveling this holiday. And maybe you're one of them. Maybe you're one of the millions that are traveling to Southern California. It's a pretty hot destination. And you probably notice you're using your credit card a little bit more than ever, right? You probably notice that that bill is just kind of chinging up a little more than, than maybe what you were anticipating. You probably also noticed that it's a lot grayer in Southern California than what you were probably anticipating. And I don't know, I, I don't know if I'm alone on this. Fellas, you you jump in on this too, but <clears throat> I grew up in a in a touristy town in uh, northern Michigan. And there was just something about when the ho- when these, you know, the long holidays, uh summer holidays, Memorial Day, 4th of July, and Labor Day came. And we were inundated with tourists in michigan we call them fudgies so we were we just we were inundated with fudgies they were everywhere there was something mm, deviously satisfying about having bad weather on those holidays is that horrible of me i know that the you know the local the local market needed it blah 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 but there was just something about <laughs> suckers i don't think Am there's I, anything wrong with it i no? think it, okay. i think it's kind of funny in the sense that you were 
kind of hoping to have bad weather because it would mess up the <laughs> tourist plans, even though it yeah. messes up your plans probably yeah. as well. Yeah. But the thing is, is I'm going to be here on Tuesday. Right. Yeah. You, know, you get this not. weather year round. Yeah. I guess it's a little bit of shade and fraud, right? Isn't it? That I'm that I'm sort of uh, uh, mocking their experiences. And I shouldn't because, you know, tourism is a huge industry. And especially in the small town where I grew up, it was it was everything. You know, there were a lot of businesses that made their entire nut during the, you know, the from, from Memorial Day to Labor Day. That was their entire year right there. Uh, but there was just something about it, especially because uh, where I was camping was the big thing, especially on Memorial Day. How do- Everybody wanted to go camping. I'm more interested in how you guys came up with the term fudgies for tourists. Like, how, oh. how did that come about? All right. That's a great question. I'm glad you asked that. So uh, in in Michigan, um, one of the big tourist attractions is Mackinac Island. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's this uh, cute little island, very colonial, no cars allowed. It's horse-drawn carriages, and it is a, it is a massive. It's the biggest tourist destination in Michigan. Wait, they're and Amish? No. Oh. No, well, you it's just hard. very colonial. Okay. They don't allow, yeah, they don't allow any cars on the island, and so everybody gets around by, by horse and carriage. So when the tourists go, there's all these different companies. It's like it's like Uber from a hundred years ago. So that's how everybody gets around. They've got kind of a, a, a main street, and their big thing is fudge. Mackinac Island fudge is 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 a, is a huge draw, and it's sold all over the world. Uh, but it all originates from this little island that is it's in Lake Huron, but it's right under the bridge where you can see Lake Michigan, and you're in the middle of Lake Huron. It's a it's a really cute place, super cute. I, I don't want to undersell it. It's uh, it, it's fantastic. But the tourists would all go, and everybody that went to Mackinac Island had to get fudge as a souvenir. So then that sort of spread around northern Michigan. So if you were anywhere in northern Michigan, you could find a fudge shop. My hometown has like two or three fudge shops. So whenever we saw tourists, they were all coming up and they'd all go buy fudge. So they all became fudgies. So that's where it it drew. So if you ever hear anybody uh, refer to a tourist as a fudgie, you know that they're from Michigan. So for me, watching all the fudgies come to town, uh, there was just something... I just just horribly satisfying about it raining on them or, or whatever that is. I did feel bad though uh, this week with all the beaches that were closed because of bacteria levels. That's not a good look. Like when we have May gray, people will come here that have maybe never been to Southern California before. They're like, "Hey, for Memorial Day, our our kid just graduated and we're all going to go to Disney World before they go off to college or Disneyland, excuse me, before they go off to college, it's going to be one uh, big last family hurrah." Right? I get that. There's a lot of people doing that. And then they come here and they're like, "Well, it was gray the whole time." So they go back and they start telling stories. They go their friends say, well, did you have a good time? They go, well, you know, it was really interesting. When we got there, we expected sunshine and sandy beaches, but it was gray the whole time. And then they start callousplaining what everything is. They go, they have something called May Gray. And you, you got people from Oklahoma that are like, May Gray? What in the world is that? And they're like, well, that's when they have a marine layer come in, and it and it makes sort of a cloudy, overcast sky that looms over the beaches. And then, now we weren't there for this, but then they say that May Gray can turn into what they call June gloom. Well, I never heard of such a thing. Huh. You learn something new every day, don't you? Yep. That's the whole story. But I do feel bad about the, the bacteria in the beaches. You know, when you got beaches that are closed, that sucks. 
And that's not a good look. People don't go home and go, we learned something new. California has all kinds of poop water. Poop water? You don't say. Yeah. We couldn't go swimming in the Pacific Ocean because of all the poop water. Why never? Yep. So that's not a good look. That's like, that's not exactly the natural phenomenon you want people going back and saying, well, you know, we didn't have the sunshine, but it kind of happens in California. They have this May Gray. (laughs) You don't want them going back and going, well, we want to go to the beaches, but it was full of crap. Oh, you know, there's a big difference between sort of God's hand sort of ruining the weekend and then just eh, leaky sewage kind of stuff. So that's not cool. What's happening, though, is that an awful lot of people are traveling and they're going, man, this is expensive. Airfare is up uh, 16% year over year. So that's, I mean, that's pretty significant, especially if you're trying to travel with a family of four. Uh, if you are camping or whatever, outdoor supplies, 11% more expensive this year than last year, and almost 30% more than it was before the pandemic. Going out to eat, I don't have to tell you, Year over year, 8% more expensive. It is a, it's 24% more expensive than it was before the pandemic. They say it's not just rising labor costs. It's uh, cost of ingredients and other supplies. Hotels are, uh, are up again this year. Uh, entertainment, more expensive. Uh, booze, beer, and wine. This is from Pasadena Star News uh, ran the article. Booze, beer, and wine. <coughs> wine. Uh, wine. Uh. Booze, beer, and wine. pricier for alcohol away from home this year and up 16% since pre-pandemic. And you know the solution to that is you drink Bud Light. Uh, They're giving that stuff away. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. Ever since that whole Bud Light controversy thing started, it's all I've had in the fridge. It's all That's the only beer I bought since that that whole nonsense started. So much cheaper. It's great. And the sports tickets are up uh, just a little bit this year, too. But... You know, you may have noticed gas is down. It doesn't necessarily feel like it. It's up 38% since before the pandemic. It is down year over year. And you heard all the stories. You watch the, the morning news and all that stuff. And they go, well, gas is cheaper this year than it was last year. And it's off the peak from when it was last October when it was, I don't know, what was it, $18 a gallon or something. And uh, it feels like a hollow savings. <laughs> I just, mm. there's something about gas was, gas was six fifty, and now gas is only four eighty. I paid four. I paid four seventy nine this morning. Okay, that's not good. No, no, that still hurts, right? I mean, that still is like this sucks. Gas is still stupid expensive, and it's not like everybody's getting raises commensurate with the cost of living. We're not all getting cost of living increases. Especially if you're somebody that's got a, a, a long-term contract. Your contract has already got your salary built in. And uh, for those of us in the entertainment industry, that's you know that's how it's done. For an awful lot of others, well, I guess minimum wage is going up this week, right? So minimum wage is going up. That'll help some people. But uh, for an awful lot of us, gas is still high enough that it's, it's creating the squeeze. So even though that's down a little bit, it, it doesn't make me feel a whole lot better. I'm not running around going, woohoo, road trip. No, when uh, when I got the call and they said, "Hey, can you can you work for uh, John and Ken?" I said, "Yeah," because that th- then there was no decision to be made in the household about whether or not we were going to travel on Memorial Day. Because if we were going to travel, it's like, okay, 
if we travel, we got to make sure we budget for it. Because my wife and I are really trying to work hard on, on not going into debt. We worked hard to get out of debt. We're trying not to go back into debt. Okay, well, if you know, if we travel, we have to budget for it. We got to do this. We got to do that. And when I said, "Hey, can you cover for John and Ken?" I went, "Hey, honey, good news. We don't have to budget for Memorial Day vacation now." It was great. The other thing that's going to cost you more money, and an awful lot of people heading back uh, on uh, on the ten. Uh, is uh, casinos. The casinos in Las Vegas are actually sticking it to you. Payouts are lower for winning jackpot hands. Uh, Bets on some roulette table wheels are riskier, and it's taking more cash to play at many table games. Blackjack players lost nearly a billion dollars to casinos on the Strip last year. Second highest loss on record after 2007, which uh, was a big uh, year when when things were going great before uh, the, the floor fell out. Sun Las Vegas casinos cutting back on the number of blackjack tables with dealers, raising minimum bets during busy times and lifting their advantage over players in some games, doubling down on a, on a pre-pandemic practice of making subtle changes that favor the house. That's according to industry executives, researchers, gamblers, as told by the Wall Street Journal. So what does that mean? If you thought it was lost wages before, uh, it's getting even harder to win in Las Vegas. A billion dollars in blackjack alone. One table game. A billion. Do- Granted, it's probably the most popular table game there is. But think if they're changing the odds on the slots. They're changing the odds on roulette. If they're giving themselves slight advantages, even if it's a 0.5% odds increase for the house, that translates into millions and millions and millions of dollars for the casinos in Las Vegas. And that translates into enough that it ruins your vacation. Again, honey, good news. We don't have to worry about where we might want to go for for Memorial Day this year. Oh, what a relief. Which meant she got to sleep in while I got ready for work. And couldn't be happier, to be honest. Couldn't be happier. Uh, summer is here now, right? Uh, unofficial start to summer, and that also means it is the unofficial start to getting ready for fire season. It's getting worse, and uh, not necessarily. We might we might not have as bad a fire season this year. That would be great. Uh, but if you do have an issue with a wildfire, good chances are you're screwed. That's next. Chris Merrill in for John again. KFI AM six forty. More stimulating talk and live everywhere in your iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over fifty years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print, or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legal. LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. 
Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand. From KFI AM 640. It is the unofficial start to summer, and that means that we are gearing up now for the start of wildfire season. You got uh, more rain this winter, and you combine that with what is uh, likely to happen, that is it's going to get dry, because that's what it does. So that means you have potentially more fuel uh, to get things burning. More, uh, more wet weather means more vegetation growth, and when that vegetation dries, now you've got more kindling, and it's no good. Now, hopefully, some of that vegetation is going to maintain uh, moisture a little bit longer. Maybe we'll get lucky and have a a few uh, wet weeks this summer. That would be really spectacular, really superb. Uh, I wouldn't anticipate that, though, because uh, history would show us that the worst wildfires seem to be happening uh, very recently. And every year seems to bring another contender for the worst fire in state history. And they are massive. Which is why a number of insurance companies are reevaluating whether or not they want to continue to insure people in California. And this is a real booger because if you can't get insurance on your home and you're in an area that is fire prone, and heck, you might not even be in an area that you think of as being fire prone. And we saw last year that suddenly you've got uh, places that are facing wildfires that didn't think they were going to have to. Um, it becomes very challenging then to to stay in California. It just does. I mean, we've already seen a lot of people leaving the state. We know that our, our population is pretty stagnant uh, as we have plenty of births. Uh, we have some immigration, mostly international. Um, uh, I should say migration to our state, most of it international, but an awful lot of people heading out of town. They're, uh, if you're If you're in the Bay Area, you're headed to Idaho. If you're in Southern California, you're going to uh, Nevada, Arizona, or uh, uh, Texas or Florida, the other uh, big states that, that people are, are migrating away. And and I have to believe that as much as we talk about finances in California being tough, taxes, uh, you know, the cost of living, all this stuff is very challenging. There are real threats. And uh, one of the big threats, of course, is wildfires. And now, if you are a State Farm customer or if you are looking at uh, purchasing uh, homeowners insurance from State Farm, you could be out of luck because those good neighbors are packing up. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. But many in California now questioning the company's slogan after the nation's largest insurance provider has stopped insuring new home and business properties in the state. The fact that they just want to pick and choose who they cover, it just doesn't seem doesn't seem the way it should be. Doesn't it? I mean, isn't that kind of how capitalism works? 
We can decide if we want to sell a product or not sell that product? I wonder how Jake feels about this. Hmm. Existing State Farm customers are not affected, and neither is auto insurance. But when it comes to new home insurance sales, the insurance giant says wildfire risks and skyrocketing construction costs are too much. I think it's going to make a, a difficult situation worse. Harvey Rosenfield, founder of Consumer Watchdog and author of Prop 103, passed decades ago to protect consumers from surging insurance rates, says he believes there's an ulterior motive. Since Uh-oh. they submitted $700 million worth of increases requested in the last few weeks, I think they're trying to exert their economic pressure as the state's largest insurance company on insurance on the insurance commissioner, Ricardo Lara, in order to pressure him to approve rates that are unjustified. What? Hold on. Hang on. You're telling me that you've got a a, a large corporation that is trying to make more money and they're using what leverage they have in order to force the hand of politicians in order to make more money? Not in my America. It's unheard of. Just... I, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm stunned. I'm just blown away by this. I never would have expected such a thing to happen. Not in this country. California has experienced record wildfires in the past six years. State Farm is the second company to stop offering coverage due to the risk. So what do you do? And that will force more owners to California's fair plan. Oh, the fair plan. Oh, the fair plan. What a deal this is. Which is the insurer of last resort in high-risk areas, and it doesn't offer full coverage. And it's super expensive. So you can get not full coverage for multitudes more than you'd be paying a private insurer. And then if a fire does blow through, you're still screwed. But the good news is... You don't have nearly as much money to try to get out of the house so quickly. Insurance is for when things go wrong, and fire is something that goes wrong. I just love the obvious. Thank you. I think if you want to insure in the state of California, which is one of the biggest areas where they insure, then you should have to insure everyone in California. Uh-huh. And in a state that has been averaging about 7,000 fires a year over the last couple of years, it is a major concern, especially for those living in those areas now with fewer choices to find insurance. Yeah, it's frustrating. It is absolutely frustrating. And I understand I understand the homeowner saying, well, you know, if you're insuring in California, you should insure anyone who wants insurance. I understand the sentiment. That's just not how capitalism works. I mean, unless you want to go to a single-payer insurance system for health insurance, auto insurance, homeowners insurance, hell, life insurance, whatever you want, somebody's going to say, well, I can't afford life insurance. Why doesn't the state do it? Well, I can't afford auto insurance. Why doesn't the state do it? Well, if you can't afford homeowners insurance, you do have that the, the state option, which is a kind of a, a public-private partnership deal with the fair plan, and it's crazy, stupid, expensive. And the, the truth is this, too. If State Farm gets their way and rates go up and somebody wants to insure their home in a, in a high-risk area, it's going to be stupid expensive. And they're going to say, well, why doesn't the state come in and tell them that they can't raise rates? Look, this is just a fact of where we are right now. Just the facts. And it really, for anybody that is considering relocating, you have to consider whether or not 
uh, relocating is worth the cost because this cost is not going down. The cost of insuring your home in a high-risk area is not going anywhere. This is the new reality that we're in right now with wildfires growing absolutely out of control. And you can you can parse this out if you want and say that it's climate change. You can say that it's the power companies. I always blame the power companies. You can say that it's uh, rapid expansion. You can say all sorts of things. Whatever you want. It doesn't matter what the reason is. The truth is, it's just more expensive. So maybe you don't get that cabinet, Big Bear. Maybe you're not going to go get a place there in Tahoe. Maybe this is just not the time uh, to be to be getting your, your getaway vacation home deep in the woods. It's just too daggum expensive. All right, another reality of where we live is that there is a real danger lurking just off the shores. There is never a shortage of scientists telling you, there's nothing to see here, it's not that dangerous. Those scientists are liars. You'll find out what that danger is next. Chris Merrill, KFI AM 640, in for John and Ken, and live everywhere on your iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. I watch Shark Week on Discovery Channel. I love it. My wife is a, my wife is a, one of those mega fans. She's just she decorates the house in sharks for Shark Week. She is a, a director for a laboratory in San Diego, and um, she will decorate her area up for you know the, uh, the contracting and billing and all that stuff area. She'll decorate it with like sharks, shark Shark Week stuff. That's what she does. She's weirdo. Total weirdo. It's those quirks that I love about her. But she's a weirdo. And uh, it really gets into the Shark Week. I love watching Shark Week because they always do this thing where they're like, let's take a look at the worst bites in shark history. And then they'll do this top 10 countdown. Number 10. Man loses eyeball to sand shark. Yes, even little sand sharks can be dangerous as this man found out. And of course, it always it always uh, will will build up to like, and then this massive great white will eat your leg and then beat you with uh, the, the the remainder of your leg and then drag you down to the bottom and drown you and just before you drown, uh, bite your head in half and that's the worst shark bite you could possibly have. But we'd also like to remind you we need to save the sharks. Sharks are an important part of our ecosystem. Sharks will not attack you unless provoked. Any shark attack has always been an accident. Sharks love you. Sharks make great pets. Sharks are good companions. Take a look. Here's one of those rescue sharks. Here's a shark that you can take with you on an airplane because it has a little red vest. Sharks. Magnificent animals. It's the weirdest dichotomy whenever you watch that Shark Week. It's all about how terrifying they are and how endangered they are and how important they are and how wonderful they are and how they make great pets. They don't. I was reading an article that KTLA had here over the weekend, and... This group from uh, Cal State Long Beach is studying sharks, and they've come to the conclusion that sharks aren't that dangerous. It says, despite all the statistics you hear about the probability of being bitten by a shark, we actually don't have any real statistics because we don't know how many people go in the water. That according to Dr. Chris Lowe, a professor in marine biology and a director of the Shark Lab at Cal State Long Beach. He says, by gathering data, we can better adjust those statistics about your chance of being of being bitten by a shark. I expect the risk to be much lower. Okay. So the idea here is that 
Sharks, uh, they only bite people, what, a dozen times a year. And they say, but look at all the millions of people that go in the water. If there are a dozen, uh, maybe it's a dozen fatalities, I don't have any idea. If sharks only bite a dozen people a year, there's really, I mean, what are your odds of being bitten by a shark? Really? I don't want to be one of those dozen. Thank you. You know, the craziest thing is sharks aren't that dangerous. Oh, yeah? Then why is the beach closed? Oh, well, we saw one. Yeah, but I mean, your odds of actually being bitten by that shark are very minimal. You know what your odds are of being eaten by a polar bear? They're very small. I wouldn't recommend trying to wrestle one. I wouldn't recommend going into an area where there are polar bears. Your odds of being eaten by a grizzly bear, very small. In fact, remember a few years ago, there was a guy that said he was going to go live with the grizzlies. And he had all these videos of him, and he had he ingratiated himself into the grizzly population. And his girlfriend left, and he was going to live with the grizzlies for a year. And when she came back, you know what she found? A leg bone. That was it. You know why? Because the grizzlies ate him. Because that's what they do. Your odds of being struck by lightning are very, very minimal. And yet, if you have a thunderstorm roll through a high school football game, they evacuate the stadium. But my odds are so small. Why would I even worry about being hit by lightning? If lightning is in five miles, high school football games, they're like, okay, everybody out of the stadium. Get under the bleachers. Get into your cars, whatever it is. They say, nope, you can't be here. Can't risk you getting hit by lightning. Yeah, but, you know, a study by uh, 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 Cal State Fullerton said that getting hit by lightning is is not all that uh, common. So why am I even worried about it? Oh, look, thunderstorms rolling through. Lightning, maybe I'll go golfing. I mean, the odds of being hit uh, by lightning while I'm raising that metal rod in the air are not very high. So why would I worry about it? Because the odds are more than zero, that's why. Oh, sharks aren't that dangerous. Have you watched Shark Week? Sharks are plenty dangerous. And so all these scientists lining up saying, well, you know, you don't need to worry about that. Sharks aren't that bad. Yeah, they are. In fact, I was in uh, on Friday for Mo, and uh, uh, Richie, the producer, and I found this story about, um, uh, about a shark attack in Turks and Caicos. And uh, they were going, well, you know, it wasn't that bad because uh, she just had uh, she just had her her foot bitten off. Oh, is that all? It's just a foot. It's nothing to worry about here. Just a little bit of a, just just a little foot. Don't have to worry about any. Just a foot. Is a woman who graduated from Yale and was celebrating at Turks and Caicos. Now I don't know what she was studying at Yale. But whatever it is, she expected to make enough money that she could go celebrate at Turks and Caicos, or her parents had plenty of money to both send her to Yale and then a graduation gift, send her to Turks and Caicos. She's swimming at Turks and Caicos. She's doing one of the snorkeling. Let's go snorkeling. We graduated from Yale. We're going to go snorkeling. And she goes snorkeling, and you know, a shark, who of course is her best friend in the whole wide world, so say the scientists, shark did what sharks do and bit her foot off. Doesn't that make you all feel better? It does not make me feel better at all. No. There are some things that I just think are dumb ways to die. And being bitten by a shark is one of those. Now, look, if you're just swimming and you're near the pier and uh, and you get taken by surprise, that's one thing. 
right? Okay, that sucks. Bad timing, wrong place, wrong time. Shark ate you. But it's it's the people that go, I think I'm going to go swimming with the sharks. And again, we've all seen Shark Week where somebody's going to go diving. And go, oh, I couldn't believe all the great whites that were surrounding us. Well, you couldn't believe that, huh? You, you thought that was really special, huh? Yeah, one of them came in, and, and I even had to push him away. Well, you had to push the shark away, did you? You thought that was a good idea, huh? You thought that, you know, just look look what a fun experience this is. Yeah. Why don't, why don't you jump into the gorilla cage at the zoo? See what happens. Maybe that gorilla's going to come up and, and be your best friend and be so curious. If it gets too close, maybe just kind of nudge it away. It'll be fine. I mean, gorilla attacks in the in the United States are are very very rare. Uh, why not Why not stop worrying about it and just embrace it? Nerds, scientists, nerds. Okay, speaking of disasters that we could avoid, uh, Congress sets a debt limit, then Congress blows through the debt limit, then Congress says that they have a catastrophe they have to solve, or else we will all suffer. And uh, I feel like. I feel like this all could have been avoided. Oh, and look, right at the 11th hour, we did avoid it. That's next. Chris Merrill in for John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on your iHeartRadio app. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 